My bed is a spaceship. The Globus. Chapter 10. Back to the plug hole. The scroll of the galaxies was so transfixed with the picture of the Globus in its own middle that it was virtually speechless. Scroll? asked Curtis for the third time. How far are we from the plug hole? Globus? was all it replied. What are we going to do? asked Mr. Hippo, who was so nervous that he started licking the end of the toffee sheet. Curtis grabbed the scroll and looked at the coordinates for the plug hole. He had a brilliant idea. Even though the mighty motion whizzed at hyperspeed, he wanted to go faster. He handed one of the bottles of lemonade to Mr. Hippo and asked him to shake it as hard as he could. Mr. Hippo's whole body shook along with the bottle in a way that it looked like a strange dance. First Officer Zip, Curtis commanded. Take over the controls, please. Indeed, Curtis. Curtis then took the bottle of lemonade and thrust the neck of the bottle into the force field and out the other side. He held the bottle with one hand and with the other, he pushed against the force field and began to undo the top of the bottle. Suddenly, the lemonade exploded in a mass of bubbles and propelled the mighty motion forward. Meanwhile, Mr. Hippo was staggering around the mattress, so disorientated that he kept falling over. Amazing, said the scroll of the galaxies. At least I think it is. Indeed fantastic, indeed spectacular, said First Officer Zip. Mmm, delicious, commented Mr. Hippo. Curtis blew out a breath of relief as he neared the plug hole. He navigated the mighty motion right up to its side. The two vessels touched and the force fields made a fizzing noise. There was a sudden crack of lightning and two white interlaced patterns became one so that a ball of energy encircled them both. Great piloting, Curtis! said Grandpa Tub. The plastic ducks started quacking and wiggling and flapping their wings in unison, and Curtis burst out laughing. I did the same the first time I saw an astro dance, said Grandpa Tub. They are just happy to see you. The spacemates quickly carried the sheet of toffee to the front of the plug hole. They placed the sheet over the hole, and Curtis poured some jelly around the edges to glue it into place. The problem was that the jelly was too warm to set. To make matters worse, the globus shadow was getting larger. They all looked open-mouthed to the left. Told you it was the globus, said the scroll of the galaxies. I don't think so, said First Officer Zip. The globus is on our right. Mr. Hippo pointed to the right-hand side where the now familiar bulk and smell of the globus was speeding closer to them. They could make out its octopus-shaped tentacles, and even worse, they could see that in its centre were teeth the size of large cars that were glinting in the starlight. Then what is that? asked Curtis, pointing to the left. "Uh Uh-oh, said Grandpa Tub. Space Rock Storm, said the scroll of the galaxy. Probably. 
Some of the rock-like structures were larger than a mountain, but a small piece, the size of a chair, came flying towards the two spaceships. The scroll of a galaxy shouted, I think we're about to be... A rock hit the force field, and the two vessels shook violently for a few seconds. Hit, he finished. Curtis looked at the force field and was surprised to see ice cubes stuck to it rather than rocks. We better hurry, said Grandpa Tub. They're not rocks, said Curtis. They're ice. Curtis whispered to Mr. Hippo, and the brave spacemate placed his paw out of the force field and collected some ice. He then placed it in his mouth and breathed in deeply. Stand back, everyone, please said First Officer Zip, and Mr. Hippo blew a huge icy breath over the jelly. It began to set immediately. Larger ice rocks were spinning towards them from the left, and the globus was gaining on them on the right. It may have been Curtis's imagination, but its eyes appeared deeper, darker, and a lot angrier than anything he had ever seen before. It made him feel as if he had forgotten to do his homework, had broken his mother's favourite plate, and had gone to school without his trousers on all in one go. A mighty motion was hit by another ice rock, which, although it was no bigger than an apple, managed to shake the ships and caused Mr. Hippo to swallow the ice cubes. He fell silently to the bedspread. More and more space rocks flew towards them, and the globus opened its huge mouth-like shape so that rotting animals and part-digested spaceships could be seen and smelt. Curtis knew that they had moments to survive, but then a terrible thing happened. My engine won't work, screamed Grandpa Tub as he fiddled with the tap-like controls. We're doomed, doomed, said the scroll of the galaxies. Curtis had moments to think of a solution, and maybe not even that. 